It's a good show. Oh my god. I just basically ate a bunch of pancake batter. Like literally. The packaging should have said something about this. Hi. Hi, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, I know. This is the beginning of it. In case you didn't know if this was the start or not, this is the beginning. What else would it be? Hi. <laughs> Looking out outside over things that are lower than me. This is the beginning of the podcast. Welcome to Live the Tape. He's in a hotel. With me, Johnny Pemberton, also known as Kevin Tipcorn, also known as your executive buffet host. Hoster, not hostess, not host, but hoster. Hoster's not a word. This is the Jackfruit Express Wagon. That's a word. The cultivated culture crunch. That's this a word. This is the special, especiale, modello, carnivale, canale, bread box. Bus brunch crunch clips. These are crunch clips. These are guaranteed to crush to crush any crunchable things that are clippable. Okay, so that's the information you know to start the podcast here. It's live to tape. If you want to support this podcast, the only way to do that still is to go to Patreon.com/slash live to tape and support yourself. There's all kinds of unique gifts there that are available just for you and nobody else. I've got a real dipper of an episode for you today. It's a real goddamn dipper, Daddy. It's a, it's a hot It's boy. a fat dipper that's going to let you into the lazy river and never ask permission to have you leave, okay? Do you understand the nature of that? I don't actually don't think I understand the nature of that, but I do understand that this, um, this song is called Suzuki by Zach Mexico. That's the name of the band. Listen to him sing real quick. He's going to sing, and then I'm going to tell you some more stuff. But thank you for being here on Live to Tape. It's going to be a... Oh, in my heart. Oh, in my heart. Oh, in my heart. Oh, man. Definitely check oh, out the rest man. of that song. It's called Suzuki by Zach Mexico. That's Z-A-C-K? Oh, shit. Maybe it's Z-A-C-H. You know what? You're going to have to figure that out on your own, y'all. Okay? Um, I just ate a bunch of um, Kodiak Cakes Unleashed, which is fucking flapjacks on the go. And I wish I didn't. I don't know what to tell you other than that. Dude. Why did you do that? Well, I just am. Wait, did you just work out? I'm talking about the pot. Yeah, you just worked out in the gym at the hotel you're staying at. And you got hungry because that's what happens. And then you, you've been toting around this thing called Kodiak Cakes Unleashed. Which is a fucking little cup, a little paper cup. It's got a bear on it. Kodiak Cakes makes a wonderful... Hey, it's me. It's me now, okay? Kodiak Cakes makes a wonderful, real good flapjack mix. They make the distinction between pancakes and flapjacks. I guess flapjacks are more nutritious and they have oats in them or some shit like that. Uh, I've made so many flapjacks with Kodiak cakes and just really never regretted it. But right now, it's like I just fucking drank a bunch of cupcake batter that's hot because it's been what was marketed to me with the brand of the thing I know. <laughs> now I've got a fucking cupcake batter belly sitting here. Oh my fucking god, what's going on? 
oh, there's so many things I wanted to talk about, and I had all this stuff, all this high-minded stuff I wanted to deal with. But here I am sitting in a on a the 15th floor of a hotel, and I've got a good old cut. I've got cupcake batter belly, okay, y'all? I got cupcake batter belly. You done goofed, 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 goofed. I just can't believe it. I can't believe the things I do to myself sometimes. Well, I can and I can't, but I mean, here's all I gotta say the show must go on, right? Belly full of gin or belly full of fucking cupcake batter. 100% 100% whole grains, 260 calories, 6 grams protein, 4 grams fiber. Ooh, this is probably going to come out nice. <laughs> okay, number one issue here in the podcast is um, I wanted to mention that a lot of people ask me about music on the podcast that I play. I almost always try to say it like I just did for this past song. If I don't, I, did, I, it's, I don't think it's worth saying or I just forgot. And you can hit me up on Patreon if, and ask me if you have like the fucking timestamp and the episode, obviously, it makes it easier. But I can't, I'm sorry if I don't always do that. But, you know, Patreon's where to go, y'all. Patreon.com slash live to tape. Um, so there's that. Uh, I'm full up with, I'm full up with purple per- per- cake butter. Uh, also known as pancake butter, batter. Um, I just don't understand this at all. Uh, you know, I've been having a great tour here, going around, going around to different Whole Foods. I'm realizing there's, there's a lot of fucking Whole Foods in this country. They're all, I mean, you know what? They're not all the same. They don't all have that hippie stank right when you walk in. I don't like that hippie stank. There's a lot of non-Whole Foods organic markets out there that do have that hippie stank. Right, you're right, 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 right when you walk in, right when you walk in, you get that freaking watch out of patchoul, maybe it's a little bit of uke, elliptic, maybe it's a little bit of, uh, I don't know what that is, it's something, it's got that, just that thing that tells you, hi, and I say, uh, do you know these products will be expensive, and we have organic products for you, sir, I say, oh, day we have them for you, but I went to one that wasn't like that, okay, I just want to say that. That's item number one. That was item number 1.5 actually combined with item 0.5. Item 0.5 was pancake batter that I just ate out of a fucking microwave paper cup. Item one was the songs. Item 1.5 was me saying how I'm surprised that all those Whole Foods are, that they are. Well, how interesting is that? Here, now we're going to come up with item two. Item number two. Okay, item number two is actually something I'm going to postpone until the next time I can talk about an item. I just want to say thank you to all the people who came out to all the shows on tour. Like, give like a detailed, sincere thank you. But this for, this is the temporary, deep, sincere thank you to all the people who came out to the tour. Okay? You know who you are. You feel that good feel. And you're going to get a real good thank you later. But now, without further ado, please welcome my guest. He's a wonderful guy. He's an amazing chef. Super funny, super cool, super chill, super funky, just enough crunchy. Uh, it's Brad Leone from Bon Appetit Magazine, the show It's Alive. Black.
beautiful New Jersey right over there. Yeah, Hudson River. Hudson River. Freaking helicopters. Okay, is it working? Ciao, ciao, ciao. Yeah, we're going. We're good. Okay, I'm going to take this off. We're doing it live. We're ripping. <laughs> we're ripping. We're getting real loud. What's up, Brad? Hey, how's it going? Are we hey, going? We're going. Right, go we're time. fucking going. All right, what's up, man? What's you're up, used Johnny? to this, though. You're like, you're really used to the whole thing where it's like, it's going, it's not going because of the, uh, the you're show. You're talking about failure? I guess so, but also sort of like sort of like mistakes on the fly that sort yeah. of become something well, you know, that's, that's really good, even though it's a mistake. Well, yeah, well, I mean, that's, I think, I mean... You can't do anything right unless you mess up, right? Right. You got so, a mistake I mean, I, to you know, fail. I, a lot of videos, a lot of, especially with cooking, and I guess in anything, especially cooking, uh, <clears throat> you know, they they're too clean. You know, it's like there's right. swaps, there's this, there's that. They're, the whole human element of, of it is kind of taken out, and it's just like perfect ingredient, you know, perfect everything, and everything's set out for you, and mm-hmm. three swaps, and like. I don't, it's just not what I want to do. Bowls. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, I like cooking. So like, and I think it's fun to take a viewer on that on that journey. Where did you grow up? Uh, New Jersey. New Jersey. Okay. Yeah. Now, for some reason, I thought you were from like Pittsburgh or something because you know the whole the whole way uh, the word water is yeah. always. Yeah. I wasn't sure if that was like Jersey or Pittsburgh. What was it? Yeah, exactly. I think it's just really. Um, Poor speaking of English on my part, uh, but that's a, that is like a Pennsylvania thing too, right? Yeah, like yeah, whole... probably. I mean, I, I think Philadelphia. So a lot of people okay. think I'm from Philadelphia, from Philly. or for like down south. Uh, a lot of folks think I'm from Canada. Really? Uh, yeah, I get that. I don't know why, but uh, so I'm from Minnesota, so I know. Yeah, I get that you're, little. You know, Canadian. I just man. heard that a little there. You well, did? Yeah, a little bit. I think bit. maybe you heard it because you thought you heard it. No, I think I heard it there. You did? When you said Minnesota. That's probably what it is. I think when I say the word Minnesota, I get something. But to actually, I it's, don't think I have an accent unless no. I'm home with like like buddies uh-huh. or it's like I say something that's Minnesotan. Yeah. yeah. I only got it when you said Minnesota. Okay. Um, yeah, I grew up in New Jersey, uh, the pretty side, uh, the north part. I call it upstate New Jersey. Okay. Pretty much if you look at it like the on Garden a map, you know State. the point. Yeah, the Garden State. You nailed it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Yeah. Uh, at the top of the state, right? Great right. where it borders Pennsylvania and New York. Delaware Water Gap, Appalachian Mountain. Okay. Uh, you know, you got the Appalachian Trail. Grew up. So I grew up in the woods doing stuff like that. Do you have like 15 brothers? No, I have, I have one sister. Okay. I know. I just kind of like, Bummer. No, you know. <laughs> no, she's great. Uh, yeah, she's a bit older than me, seven years older than me. But uh, yeah, we're close and she's, uh, yeah, it's great. So when you were growing up, were you really into, like, how did you get into cooking and stuff? Well, I liked eating. Uh, like eating, okay. Yeah. Were you a big kid? Were you what they call it? Oh yeah, I was ten hunt? pounder, man. Poor mom, God bless your mom. Uh, <laughs> a freaking watermelon, man. You know. But did you say that way? Were you like what they call husky? Yeah, a husky just a, youth. A big freaking jabooch. Yeah, that's what okay. they called it. I think jabooch. Yeah, jabooch. I never heard that word jabooch. I've heard jamook, and I've heard like freaking. Um, What's the one? Chooch. Yeah, I hope it's not offensive. Uh, if it is, if it is, eh, it's whatever. It's the only people who know that, and they wouldn't be offended. <laughs> right. Okay. Jamooch. Yeah, Jamooch, Jabooch, okay. yeah, Jabooch, big Jabooch, Jabooch, is what I said. Jabooch, so is that like J A B O O C H? Yeah, it's, it's I don't know. I think my dad said it when I was young or something. So you're like, hey, Jabooch, yeah, big Jabooch. Ah, he's a big Jabooch. So you're like a big kid, who like to eat. I mean, I, you know, I wasn't fat or anything. Fat. Okay, that's what I was trying to get at. I was trying to no, say, Husky's no. like a husk. I was Husky's always, like, you know, I never wink, had a six pack. Wink. That's hu- Husky's know? wink. I always had, maybe at one point I had like a little four thing going. Right. But uh, yeah, those days are kind of gone now. Uh, I'm not fat now, but you know. You got tall. <laughs> yeah, I'm 6'4", about 230. Yeah, I'm Solid. half that. I'm 312. Uh, about 120. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wear it well. Yeah. I did a pretty good job. Yeah. So, yeah, I didn't, I mean, I grew up, you know, both my parents, you know, uh, 
Yeah, they didn't have a lot of money, but they, you know, but they cooked good. You know, they okay. bought shit that was on sale. It was it's, probably like the worst stuff. Because you're you're Italian. Uh, I'm a bit of a mutt, as they say. But your last American. name is Italian, right? I mean, because that's Leone, the, but that's right. a long story too. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, by blood, my last name would be Delaney. Okay, and that's Irish. Uh, yeah, Irish as hell. Okay, uh, but apparently he was an asshole, and I never met him. But Got then it. my dad was adopted by uh, a, a man named Samuel Leone. And uh, he was my oh, grandpa, okay. so he that's, that's how, cool. But my mom is half Italian, so yeah, I got some Italian. In you got some Italian, some Irish, Italian, like, Irish, and Dutch. God, that's pretty standard fare for New Yorkers. Yeah, right. Point. Yeah, real melting pot. So you grew up when you were growing up eating food and stuff. What kind of stuff was it mainly? Like you're talking about your yeah, parents cooked like a lot and stuff. And like um, you know, they always cooked and they cook good stuff. You know, so like I always ate well. Um, and then I just got into my first job was I had a, an ex uncle. Another long story. Ex uncle. <laughs> yeah, he's no longer around. I think I've never heard someone say Jabooch or ex uncle. Hey, stick with me, Johnny. He's still your uncle, lot. right? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, he's not. I don't. No, he's not my uncle. Well, not, I haven't seen him in years. I think he's in Connecticut or something. That doesn't mean he's not. He's still your technical. But your by uncle. blood, he wasn't. Okay. So he was like. So oh, you can excommunicate him. You can swap him out because he's not the real uncle. So it's kind of like. It's almost yeah. like a title, not like a... But like it's a like but the aunt who I had, who was my blood aunt, like right. she no longer talked. It was... Things got weird. I don't know. Okay. I, I mean, I'm aunt Mariana, with... I love you if you ever hear this, okay? Yeah, I'll ship it to her. All right, great. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, what, what the hell are we talking about? You were saying how uh, you grew up, um, how you got into cooking and food because you're... Your ex-uncle, I'm talking about... Oh, right, my first was, job. Your first job, right, right yeah, okay. So, my ex-uncle, it was my first job, and mm-hmm. he had a deli. So, like, I was, like... Okay. I, I wasn't even... I, was, I wasn't old enough to drive. I was saving up to get my first car. So, I was probably, like, 15. What kind of deli is this? Like, uh, like an Italian, like a sandwich deli. Like, Got you it. You know, like... Nothing crazy. We weren't like, like making our own like cold cuts, cold cuts, and gabagool, you know, to, uh, gabagool and, uh, <laughs> and uh, I just love saying that shit. Yeah, man. I love ridiculous. saying gabagool because I've never had it. You probably maybe you have. I maybe I don't think I have. Ah. I think I haven't had a gab. I've had salami. Right. I've had. That's really funny. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you ain't yeah. when it's good, it's good, just like right. anything else. But so, like, I got, I said, was you know, that was my first job, and like, I, my my dad would drive me in the summers when I wasn't in school, like on Saturdays, and um, and I would work, you know, and uh, that's where I got, you know, I was, got into just like making sandwiches mm-hmm. and, and you know working in the food, and then he he left that place and he had like more of a markety thing where we were doing like a little bit more like take home entrees and stuff like that. People could come and order stuff and sit down. Some more involved. Cooking. Yeah, and I just you know I cut my teeth with him pretty much, and then uh, got out of that for a while. So you were pretty you were pretty young, you like ten or eleven or something like that. When I first started working, I don't know, it must have been like fourteen or something. Okay, that's the good age. Yeah, it wasn't child labor, you know. No, uh, but that doesn't exist here, right? It's like it's not child labor; it's the family. Exactly. Well, right. I mean, I wanted to do it. Like, yeah. you know, I wanted to get a car. You know? Yeah. Well, no one was going to buy me one. So, so you're doing that, and that just sort of you kind of got like got like the bug. But, no, I mean, no. I guess I don't know. I just always, even at home, like when I got older, yeah, let's take the journey. As I got a little older, I got out of cooking. Mm-hmm. Was a carpenter, Union Glazer for a while, doing like architectural aluminum and glass. Oh, okay. Uh, hardwood floors. I started doing carpentry and and, and bullshit and. Um, and then went your uh, studs 16 on center, right? Or, uh, yeah, I don't six, know. Yeah, 16 on center. Yeah, you played a few <laughs> studs, huh? I heard a guy say that once about 15 years ago. I just stuck in my head. Yeah, yeah, that's for yeah. putting when you're building the wall, put right. the studs up. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you nailed it. And uh, yeah, so I, I got in, I was doing that for a while, and then I was always gardening and cooking on the side. Okay, and uh, people are like, I was living in this crazy farmhouse up in a, another part of upstate New Jersey. And was, uh, when is this when you're like in your teens or yeah, older? this was when I must no, I must have been after high like, school. 
I must have been like 21. Okay. Or something. So did you, you didn't go to college? No, I went to culinary. I went to um, a, a community college. I tried to do that to go. Right. I was going. I don't know. I thought I was going to be a cop or something. Okay. And then uh, glad you didn't. Yeah, it didn't really work <laughs> out. <laughs> um, well, why did you? Why, why didn't you become a cop? I, you know, I, you know, I don't know. So I was going to school for it, and then I was. There's like, a lot of good reasons, but no, I mean, you know, I think I wanted because there was a lot of scumbag cops, and I wanted yeah. to be. I wanted to be a good oh, one. I wanted right. to make a difference. You know, yeah. like. I could make change kids' lives from all those bad cops that I experienced. Like the guys know? who do like the pranks, they pull you over and say, "Hey, just want you to know, or happy just, birthday." Right. <laughs> like or just, yeah, just not be one of those guys who like you know. Can I yeah. say things like? Can I say scumbag? You can say whatever you want. Oh, okay. Not to if be, you don't want to say it, you can tell me and I'll say it. Okay, no, cool. say I say not it. to like you know. I, I I didn't want to be one of those guys that was like. You know, a scumbag in high school. Oh, no one liked him then. He yeah. went to become a cop, had a complex, blah, blah, oh, blah. Man. The exact person who shouldn't be a cop. Right. And a lot of them are, you know, but there's a lot of good ones. So I don't want to get into that. Yeah. Um, but you just did. So I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you said it really, that's perfect way to say it. It's that's, I never thought about that. It's probably the reason there's problems with police is that the wrong that people, exact they, thing you're it, talking about. They hire people who are completely underqualified to yeah. become cops uh, on, on social levels and probably on psychological levels. Yeah. You you know, and they get complexes and we've all seen it, mm -hmm. you know, but every now and then you encounter that cop who, who wasn't like that, right. you know, and I always thought it could make a difference, but so didn't you, I made a left instead of a you right. You didn't so. do that. <laughs> um, yeah. And I was, I, I took a little, I missed something there. So I, I you're talking about going to, uh, you went to community college, but yeah. you didn't go, you went then, to, cause you thought about going to be a cop or something, yeah. but you decided not to be. Right. And then, uh, so I got out of that and just right. started working, doing construction and okay. carpentry and then I got into the union I thought that was cool and then uh, you know I just didn't want to be around uh, the people I was surrounding myself with and you know the the work and the I just didn't want to I didn't want to there was something else I wanted to do something else yeah so meanwhile I'm working and I'm gardening the whole time okay because that's something I'm really into I'm oh cool me time. too I still garden it's like oh I love it so much it's sometimes I'm like I get like obsessed yeah, I forget you got it. You get time in goes shit. away yeah Oh, I had a little gardening mishap, man. I got a goddamn uh, woodchuck. Oh. Came in real bad. Have you tried? I mean, this works for Have raccoons. I tried 12-gauge? Yeah, it worked great. 12-gauge? No, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Have you tried uh, cayenne? Cayenne pepper. Sprinkling a lot of cayenne. I supposedly, I don't know if it works for woodchucks. It works for raccoons really well. Uh, garlic, onions. Yeah, I make that spray. I yeah. made some of those spray. Work for woodchucks? Nah, man, woodchucks don't give shit. I don't know. That's why I ask because they don't. They, I like woodchucks too, they, but you know, they I make a big hole. Oh, forget the hole, man. They're just they eat everything. Oh, see, see the raccoons. They don't eat the plants. They oh. eat the grubs in the soil, but they rip all the plants they out of the fucking way yeah, to yeah. get the grubs. To get the stuff, right? Which is almost worse. It's like I wish you would just eat it. Instead of yeah, making, be careful what you wish for there, Johnny. Okay, I don't wish this raccoons. I don't wish you eat my plants. I got a squirrel comes in, he roots around, but so far we haven't had any problems. Right. But uh, this woodchuck moved in, thought he was cute, dug a little hole in uh -huh. my backyard, right? And then I didn't. Meanwhile, I didn't know this was going on, and I uh -huh. had these real nice these Hudson Valley Seed Company up here in New York. Okay. Beautiful seeds, heirloom, we heirloom stuff, and I was growing. I had some green beans. They were about Ooh. as tall as you already. And. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> pole beans or bush? They were like string beans, pole beans, okay. like string beans. And then I had um, like sugar snap peas and oh, um, my favorite. all kinds of stuff like that. And I had some really nice zucchini plants going. This was recently? Yeah, this was okay. last weekend. Okay. And then I woke up one morning, I go out there, oh, yeah, I'm going to open, I got a little greenhouse thing going. Oh, shit. Yeah. So I was going out there and I was like, ah, I almost threw up on myself. I looked down at my green beans, they were just all twigs. And the, the woodchucks, they eat everything. They eat oh. everything. So I seen them out there the next morning and... Uh, I evicted him. 
How did you evict him? I well, I put a hose down his hole and I okay. freaking flooded him out. I said, "Beat it, pal." Yep. And uh, shoved some bricks down there. Some bricks. And uh, <laughs> you know, gave him a little kick in the ass and said, "Beat it, Woodchuck." You know, right. no, I didn't kick him. No Woodchucks were harmed in this. But um, he he's gone. He's not. He moved out. He got right. the point. You know, he was young. He was uh, he was still learning. But your garden's fucked. Son of a. Bitch. Is it really fucked or is it like eighty percent? Well, my green beans are fucked. Yeah. Well, he, oh, my peppers, he ate all. I had oh, them, what kind? One of them, like, you know, them Jimmy Nardadello ones or whatever they're called? Uh, no, I don't know about that. <laughs> are they fish peppers? No. Um, no. It's a long, like, sweet Italian ooh, like, grilling I don't know. Pe- It's called, like, I'm butchering it, but it's like Jimmy Nardadello or something. See, because California, everything's like Mexican peppers, all South, yeah. all South American stuff. I grow so. some cayenne. Yeah. Um, what else do I got going? Uh, I got those little bird's eye, like Thai chili bird's peppers. Eye, those are yeah. great, yeah. Um, I like the cayenne ones. I had cucumbers. He ate all my cucumbers. Hey, so he really messed me up. He went into the greenhouse. Even got my little stuff. How did he get in the greenhouse? Well, the door the door was open. Okay. Because well. it was very hot, you know, that week. <laughs> or no, well, for whatever, no, it wasn't hot last week. But for whatever but reason, it was, it was open. open. Some bitch got in there. Well, so you're talking about like your history, your personal history. So you got into really gardening. So you got into gardening before you were really into cooking, you say? Well, it no? kind of happened at the same time. Concurrent. So that kind of goes hand in hand, yeah. you know? And uh, the, meanwhile, so, oh, we're back at that farmhouse. Right. And, and I'm always cooking. It's like then, a hippie thing? Yeah, it was kind of. Um, not so much like crunchy wookie and more like. Wookie. Yeah. Wook. Wook. Dude, you're the first person I've heard say that other than the person who taught me what that means. Yeah, they're real. Literally man. the first person. You th- I did some wook hunting. man. You got to watch out for the wooks. I tagged him back some good wooks in Denver <laughs> last weekend, dude. Oh, the more west you go, they get a little wookie Dude, too. I found a ponytail wook. <laughs> I got a picture. I'll show it to you afterwards. Excellent. But, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was less. I mean, there was some crunch, but. But it was. Uh, I'm I'm a little crunchy. I yeah, like a little too. crunch. I like, I like a light crunch. crunch. You gotta have balance. You gotta have some crunch. You, you don't have enough any crunch. Then you get like you start next thing you're at Forever 21 or for, something yeah, like that. Yeah, you, you know, know you're an asshole. You know, right? Yeah, like you're that. an asshole. So it was like a little bit more punk rock too, some metal and punk crunch. Was, but like we it was like a farmhouse and we had this big living room. It was it was a great year. You and a bunch of like people. Yeah, it was me and like four friends. Okay, and a dog. Like how did you guys know each other? Uh, two of them I went to high school with. Okay. And the other one I, I met just through like parties. That sounds yeah. fun, though. That oh, sounds dude. cool. Well, it gets better. And we used to have bands come on weekends because oh, we had this cool. big, we had these like, acres field, yard. And what was pond. it? They have a name or something? Yeah, the, uh, the farmhouse. Okay, the farm. It wouldn't have like a crazy name or nah, something. No, we didn't get there. But, uh, so and who'd have, you have play? We had like, uh, there was this cool band, Piano Become Teeth, Pianos Become Teeth or some shit. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, they still them. tore it. They, they, they came really? back then, man. We had uh, Victor Fix the Sun. They're out of Michigan. Right. Those guys are awesome. Uh, and then there was a couple, there was this one band, uh, Eagle Scout came through or something. Mm. I don't know if they're still around. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know a lot of new rock stuff, really. I feel yeah, like man, I, just I, know, mean, I know some metal. I know a lot of new metal stuff. Not new metal, but like right. newer metal. Yeah, we were, you know, we were, I was probably, well, we were probably 23 or yeah. something, you know, so I don't know. Kegs. Uh, yeah. Nah, we were never really kegs. Okay. You know? We were always into a little more crafty. Um, oh, really? That, yeah, bring that a six-pack. I mean, don't be showing up with your... With your I don't right. want to clean up 35,000 bottles of Michelob Ultra or some yeah, shit. Yeah, no know? thanks. No one wants that. Um, so, yeah, so that's where I said I was cooking. And then some friends were like, uh, oh, I had a sweet garden there, man. So really? The people that moved out before me had this, like, 10-foot by 10-foot dog kennel. All right? Okay. Like a, with a big ga- gate, you know? With and it bl- probably has a fencing underground so they can't dig out? No, but it went flat to the ground. Okay. I didn't, never had a problem. But I, it was in the woods. So I had a couple of my, I had my buddies help me. We pulled it out into our field. And I had this like big. You dragged the whole cage. Yeah, we had, well, we lifted it. Okay. Um, and we it was like you know it was like eight foot high walls. And right. We had a lot of deer. That was yeah, my main the deer. Are fucking but this thing was great, problem. man. So it was like I had this big lockable gate kind of. You know, right. it was probably like a few hundred. It was probably like you know probably like 
two thousand dollars or something. Yeah. You know? Back then, it might for as well be a million. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, yeah, so I used that as my garden. That was great. And I started cooking a lot there. We had a pretty cool spot, wood burner and stuff. And then um, I was just, you know, friends were like, you know, why don't you, like, go like go to culinary school? Why don't you, like, go work at a restaurant or blah, blah, blah. And it kind of, like, planted a seed in my head that I didn't – I didn't really want to just go work in restaurants. I was right. like, the food industry is – so much bigger than just working yeah. in a restaurant. And my opinion, you know, if you want to just if you want to work at restaurants, culinary school is good. I mean, I learned some stuff. You know, mm-hmm. they're not all created equal. Um, but uh, you know, just go work at restaurants and just cut right. your teeth there and save forty thousand dollars. You know, uh, yeah, because you learn like it's the same with. I mean, I feel like it's the same with acting. Kind of, it's, it's like, kind of the same with anything. I didn't know? go to theater school, right? But I mean, it whatever. Uh, so I, I, I was like, I wanted to get into something else. You know, so I went to culinary school. It was, mm-hmm. it was a kind of a quick program. I took a loan out. You know, fucking still paying for that thing. Oh my god, Son of a bitch. <laughs> that's like the new grift of the world right now, isn't oh, it? Oh, it's horrible, man. Yeah. It's a crime. Really, it's a crime. You it hear is, that, Uncle I, Sam? I think it is a crime. It is. Uncle Sam's going to go to jail. But they never will. No one's going to go to jail. They no. just get rich. Well, that's fine. Then you know what? Then don't go to jail. And mm-hmm. just, you know, and just forgive my loans. Or you know what? You know what pisses me off? You know what really gets me mad, Johnny? I don't mind. Hey, listen, I ain't looking for hand me outs, right? I'm not looking right. for some free ticket, you know, a little golden kick in the ass. I did, was never brought up that way. You never got a golden kick in the ass. This is the thing. Right. You know, you, the, the youth of our nation. This is getting fucking political. I'm getting tired. Okay. The youth of our nation is you know, they're being told to go into these you know big universities, this and that, this and oh, that. You're paying major tons of money. debt, right? And then um, that's your loan. I don't mind. Okay, I borrowed say thirty five thousand dollars. Okay, now you get fucked on the interest. I'll pay my thirty five. I'll give you thirty seven. You know, yeah. you made two grand. You didn't do shit. Mm-hmm. This is the, you know you, this is the youth of our nation. But to double it because of, you know, at the end of the day, you end up paying double. It's, I mean, it's technically back in the uh, the beginnings of the church, like the Catholic church, mm. that was literally considered a crime. It's usury. Yeah, it it's is. A crime. It's not a crime. It's a sin. I'd it's actually a sin. Too, then. Yeah. I think it should be it. a sin again. It should be, it should be a crime again. Or they have that shit where <laughs> so many religions have a thing where they wipe the slate clean every so often. Yeah. That should be a still a thing. You're still paying off your loan. Even the IRS. If yeah. you have like a huge debt to the IRS, let's say you owe them $50,000. If you've, if you're like, I've got 14, they'll be like, just give me 14. You're Let's good. Do something. Work with us. They do that. Right. But all those loan companies, they won't do that at all. And it's like one of the only loans that sticks with you for life. It's a private loan? Uh, I don't know. I think the, there's some federal shit. I got some. They got me bent over all yeah. the fucking balance. My girlfriend yeah. went to art school and she has a private loan. It's the same sort of thing where it's like, oh, this is just a label. On, so you have it forever. Yeah. Oh, forever. And I've been paying $300 a month and I know uh, to some, like, that's nothing. A lot of oh, people yeah. pay way more. Way more. But like, I, I keep looking at it and it's just like, a good half of that every time just goes to interest, to interest, to interest, to interest. Yeah. So, uh, anyway. so you went to culinary school, and then I took an intern. I uh, was working at some restaurants in New York here while I was mm-hmm. doing that. It was, you know, it was miserable. I'd be going to school during the day and work at night till one o'clock. Or That's something. rough. Yeah, it sucked. And then, uh, how long did you do that for? For like, uh, like seven months. Suck. Yeah. That's about maybe right. a year. Because when I took an, I did an internship. Condé Nast no longer does internships. That's too bad. Mm-hmm. Um. But I did. An, I took an internship here, uh, and then they were, you know, my internship was about to run out, and you know, the boss at the time, uh, good old Hunter Lewis, thank you. Um, yeah, he, uh, you know, they were looking to hire like a dishwasher, and okay. I got over. Meanwhile, I'm like, as an intern, I was like washing dishes and shit. Um, this is intern here. Yeah, yeah. But we are in a different building. Listeners, we're in the Condé Nast building, located at One World Trade Center right. well, in we New York City. Be, <laughs> we used to be up in Times Square. Okay, but that's anyway. We were up there. And uh, 
they were talking about, you know, we got to hire a dishwasher, blah, blah, who should we get? I'm like, uh, hello, you know, I'll, let me do it. I'll start at the bottom. You're like care. an overqualified dishwasher at this point. Yeah, glorif- yeah so they, 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 they did. They hired me as a, as a glorified dishwasher, you know, mm-hmm. a freelance, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, that was like, like seven years ago. Wow. And uh, just kind of now I'm the test kitchen manager and, you know, I'm doing this cool show and, uh, you know, just uh, getting involved and doing, doing a lot of fun stuff. And, um, yeah, it's been a good ride. So how did the show get started? Because if people don't know who are listening right now, you do a show called It's Alive. Yeah, It's Alive. It's a web show. It's like, to me, it's the greatest thing I've ever seen. It's for Because I, I like, I'm really into like uh, fermenting stuff. I like all that stuff. I like... Um, travel to me it's like the perfect combination of all these things and it's so funny because you're funny and like the way it's cut it's this great show i mean everyone's got to watch it um thank you i think it's a wonderful thing so how that yeah how that get started it seems like one of those things i don't know i have a feeling it's very organic for some reason so like they they started you know the digital age started coming around with like video and things started changing you know like the way we shot video Five years ago, it was like hands and pans. It was like you know very different. Hands thing. and pans. Yeah, like overhead hands and pans. Oh, okay, kind of that's a that's like a cooking show term, huh? Yeah, I guess so. That's uh, funny. I never heard that. Yeah. Hands and pans. Hands and pans. Or there's another one too, but whatever. It's stupid. And, uh, fingernails and jails, <laughs> or exactly. pots and crocs. That's not bad. Um, pots and crocs works if you're Mario Batali. You don't have crocs on, do you? No, I do. You don't have crocs? <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> oh my god! No, but I have, there's a story behind it. <laughs> okay, okay, what is it? I, a lot of people wear those fancy ones, dance goes. Fancy? Yeah, leather ones. They have big heels on them and shit. Oh right, I the can't kind get of into like... that. I don't need to be any taller. And they, my feet sweat. So these, God, I've been wearing these ever since I started cooking. Uh, they got all these vents in them. They're like, but they're that's, w- all of them have vents in them, don't they? All the Crocs? Yeah, I don't know. But look, this one, but it's not like the stupid rubbery ones. It's got yeah. this like leather. So oh, it, yeah, it's kind of nice. They're like nice. their boat shoes or whatever. I should take a picture of you doing this. We'll put this on the. Yeah, do it. I'll just hold up the shoe. <laughs> Brought to you by Crocs. Brought to you by Crocs. I need new ones, actually. Johnny, tell them. They look like hell, right? Hey, Crocs, if you're listening, um, I would like a sponsorship and then yeah. get to Brad. Yeah, just give me some Crocs. Give, me, give this man some Crocs. So, so you got, you were, yeah, hands and pans. You guys used to shoot stuff differently. Yeah, so we started, yeah, so they, you know, they sent a bunch of us to this professional lady that I forget what it, what it was called, but it was like, like, just uh, tilt that mic towards you a bit. There we go. Tilt you it? Can, you can, yeah, so like the tip of it's aiming like that. Oh, that's how these work? Yeah, pretty okay. much. But you can't make a mistake. It's okay. All right. And, um, they sent us up to this lady to like learn. You and like who? Like you guys? A couple already... other editors. You know, like you were. Of... Were you already starting to film stuff at this point? They were, but they were not personality driven. They were okay. Just so like recipes. recipes. Okay. And they how, wanted. How to, long ago like, was this? Uh, probably like five years. Five ago, years four ago. Years okay. ago something, maybe four. Right. Three. Four, three, two, one, yeah, two, three, like Definitely four. One. Maybe uh, four. Yeah, probably four. And they sent it up to this lady. She was real nice. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, she, like, told you how to, like, be talking from the camera and, like, right. words not to say and this and that. And, uh, you know, it was fun. It, it was helpful at the time for, like, a day or two. And then kind of just threw that over my shoulder. Right. Because they put me up. They made me do one of those after, like, they wanted to, like, try doing this new formatted personality-driven thing. So I get up there with, like, my, my new training. Uh-huh. And, you know, Alex Grossman, he was uh, the creative director at the time, and a couple other folks, uh, you know, Rappaport, whoever was watching it, I don't know. Uh, they're like, whatever you just filmed, we don't know what the hell that is because it's not Brad. So just whatever you do, don't do that again. Oh, because it was you being really stilted, like, kind of like, hi, like, we like are going to cook some. Script kind of, to okay. the point, you know. no. Yeah, nobody wants that. They want, like, the natural. No one natural- wants that. So that's what we were thinking, and so mm-hmm. like they were like Vinny, why don't like what's he? He's always down there doing projects and shit. Okay, well before you say that, so Vinny, 
if you, p- people don't know, Vinny's the person behind the camera you're always talking yeah, he's to. He's the cameraman. So, did you guys know each other before this? No. Or? Okay, we so met you met, met here. Yeah. And so you guys started working together from the very beginning. No, okay. He no. Was so always, he came on as like a video producer. I was um, kitchen assi- uh, test kitchen assistant or test kitchen manager at the time. Um, but when you first started filming stuff, you were filming with Vinny. No. No, not really. Okay. Never. Not at all. This first stilted, this really stilted thing you talked about that didn't work? I don't even know who shot that. I don't okay, know if but it, it was wasn't Vinny or whatever, but like they shot it. Got um, it. And like, yeah, there was no Brad and Vinny. There was no. Got thing. it. But then uh, our Alex Grossman, and he was probably talking to Vinny at some time and was like, Brad's always down in the kitchen because that's where I work. I work down in the test yeah. kitchen. And he's always down there. He's got this little fermentation station set uh-huh. up and he's always making kombucha and he's like, I don't know, putting things in jars and shit. Why don't you just go down there and, like, just go film him. Just right. Go, just go follow him around and just, you know, let him do his thing. And we'll, we'll see what happens. Right. Just, like, document um, it. Yeah. So we started doing that. And then I just started, I started talking to Vinny. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, I think that's nice because I think it, I, if I was watching it, it makes you feel like you're Vinny. Yeah. You know, it brings you on the ride. All right. Totally. Well, let's go, baby. We're engaged. Right. And uh, so he starts following me around. Vinny, let's go. We're going in the walk-in. Vinny, come look in this, you know, yeah. blah, blah. And it's like, you know, he'll move the camera to where whatever I'm talking at. And uh, and that's how it kind of started. And then we shot that. And then it sat, it, like a year later, it sat, it never, it almost never happened. A okay. year later, they're like, well, why don't we edit that and we'll call it Brad's World. And I was like, ah, I don't so know. Really. Who, who edited it? Vinny? Uh, I don't know who edited it at that. This was years okay. ago. I don't even know if they work here anymore. Got it. Like, I don't I Is this one? No can you watch this one online? The kombucha. That's the, the kombucha. The one where you're spilling it. Yeah, it's the okay, worst got episode. It. And I hate it. That's great. Yeah, we're probably going to reshoot it, too. Okay. Like, as like a, uh, you know, we've come a long way. Right. That uh, sounds good. Yeah. So, yeah. So that they sat that sat for like a year before it ever got edited and put out. And then uh, it, it did well. And then we just started right. doing more and more. And it just progressively, you know, back in the day, Bon Appetit YouTube, it, was, they, it wasn't really developed, you know. And yeah, then, it just took a long time for all that stuff to get to become where it is now. Now right. it's just. And now we got a bunch of personalities, mm-hmm. you know. We got, you know, the whole test kitchen, really. And yeah, it's fun to watch all that. And uh, everyone's doing really well. So, you know, it was kind of like. So all, all ships kind of rose with the tide. So when know? did it become It's Alive then? Because you said it was when Brad's When I said world. Brad's World, is no bueno. I don't want right. to do that. Because there was that dude on Vice, Eddie, Eddie Wong. Wong? Right. Sorry, Eddie. Uh, I don't, I don't know. know it, actually. But it was called like Wong's World or Wang's World. Oh, yeah. So you don't want to be like that. Well, he's already doing it. Why are we playing right. catch up? Let's do something different. Have your own thing. Yeah. So It's Alive. It started just with like fermentation and stuff in the kitchen. And it started getting some traction and got a little like, you know, cold following. It. Yeah. It was, it, was, it was new and it was kind of, I think it's refreshing and and yeah, so it just seemed to, to be doing, it's, it's been doing well. And now we have like 40 episodes or something. Wow. Is that many? I didn't realize it that many because I've something watched like a lot that. of them. I don't one came out today. So what's oh, really? Today? Today's uh, Thursday, June 7th. Uh, yeah, uh, kvass, beet kvass. What is that? So you take beets, you, you chop them up, add a little sugar. I don't know if I added sugar, I forget. A little salt <laughs> and, and water. I added some uh, dry sumac. Because you don't have to add sugar to beets, right? Because that's like... Well, beets are like all sugar. Yeah, all sugar, right? Uh, yeah. But I think you still might have... I still might have added some. A touch. Yeah, anyway. And then it's just the food for the fermentation, mm-hmm. you know? And um, and then you just let it ferment in, in a uh, salt, in a brine. This is like an Eastern European thing? Big time. Got um, it. It's originally... like I think it's originally done with rye bread. And they like, okay. ferment rye bread. And it was like this sour drink, blah, blah, blah. Oh. But like I think the Russians are, are, are Pole and... They did it with beets or something. Like, it's I, like whatever that has. Whatever we have on the shtetl. Some, yeah, whatever. Exactly. <laughs> so they fermented in water and it's like this probiotic, beety, 
drink. And then I do a secondary fermentation in the bottle and it's carbonated and it's like little beet soda. So you got into the, how did you get into stuff that's like fermented and all that, that whole world? Well, I, I always liked, I, when I came here, it was mm-hmm. just like we had extra ingredients. We had this and that, mm-hmm. you know, and it was just like, wow, it's just little fun projects I could do in between doing my actual job, you know? Do you remember the, like, the first time you did something like that where, because I, I used to be really into brewing beer cool. and making uh, making kraut. Yeah. My brother and I would be, brew beer together, and I just was like, to me it was so fun because just like that, the magic of when that shit starts bubbling. Yeah, it's cool. It's so cool because you're like, this this is this thing that's happening that's not, it's not hot. Right. It's like you're cooking, but with bugs. Exactly. Or like composting, I feel the same about composting. Like I love when I get to turn Open the compost, it's like, oh, it's steaming. Right. It's, it's like active. something's happening there. Yeah. It's so like, I get like, I get like, Tickles on the neck, you know? Yeah, and I think it's a nice, you know, keep you, you know, super attached to the food, you know? And it's like, it's it's fun to watch, and it's a project, and it's got payoff, and, you know, and it's something you can do, and it's, you can literally do it with, like... With nothing. With nothing, like scraps, even, yeah. you know, essentially. So well, that's, I guess that's what I mean. Do you remember kind of when you first were... It probably happened here. Like, I never really was into it. Like, my parents didn't ferment shit. Right. If they did, it was because they left <laughs> it in the fridge too long or yeah. something, you know? Uh, so like yeah it probably happened here uh, there were, I was gifted a SCOBY one time okay that's probably what kicked it off the, the, the started, gift of a SCOBY tell yeah. people what that stands for again because I just learned that uh, symbiotic community of bacteria and yeast that's because I thought it was like a word like a SCOBIA taliesius or some not shit but it's not it's not Latin it's like scuba all. well what's the what is it called when you have a bunch of letters that's uh, a word acronym yeah yeah yeah, that, yeah. it's that right <laughs> Um, SCOBY yeah so you, you can, got gifted a SCOBY was someone just like hey you want this SCOBY you want this like nasty slime yeah, puck want, yeah and I was like yeah and she gave me a little recipe and everything and I just started doing it and I, and I kind of just started you know making bigger batches and bigger batches and getting a little better at it and were you, you, were you, you drinking know, kombucha before that I mean just store bought but stuff. you weren't like really like no. well, I have it every day kind no, of thing no, okay because no. a lot of people I know who drink kombucha they're like, oh, this is so expensive, I could just make it. Right. So for you, it was more just like, you got the SCOBY. And I just got into it. Okay. And I got into making it better. The bugs got in your brain and told you to do make, make more of them. Pretty much, yeah. I think. You got infected. Yeah. And um, caught the bug. And uh, yeah, and then just started going off with that. And before you know it, I was like dialing it in. It was like pretty nice and I can get it like... I like it nice carbonated and get it like yeah. nice and like moussey and like a nice moussey yeah what's that mean like you know like how like velvety like the bubbles yeah. go, like they get like a little oh, head on it like I always call it like a, a tight lacing okay sure that right works. isn't that what they call it with I like no beer idea. where like the bubbles are really small oh uh, tight lacing is that yeah, what they call it right. I mean I may have been saying it wrong this whole time but that's what I'd always say when I was brewing beer my brother would be like oh this is like got nice tight lacing okay that sounds right yeah um we did a beer making episode too. Up at a uh, right. I, I mean, fantastic beer guy, buddy of mine, Dan Suarez, Dan and Tay, mm-hmm. up in uh, Germantown. They're up in Livingston, New York, up okay. there by Hudson. And <laughs> I just said three towns. And uh, <laughs> and then he makes a really awesome beer. We went up there and shot an episode. What's so, the beer called? Uh, Suarez Family Brewery. Cool. It's fantastic. Very traditional. Yeah, yeah, and. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, we started getting into just different fermentations with that stuff, and then just, you know, needed new ideas for new episodes, and then just, you know, got into it, and it's, right. it's a lot of fun, and started making, you know, anything from pickles to miso, and... Yeah, yeah. so for you, it wasn't like a, like a, fl- have you always been really into that flavor, like that sort of, is, would you call that like, um, unama- isn't that... Umami? It's, that's yeah, associated like with, big with fermentation, like right? Yeah, yeah. Like miso's umami, pickles are umami, right? I don't know if pickles are, they're just like... 
bright and salty. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like kimchi, things that have yeah, that like, right. crazy funk. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess the fermentation for sure, I think, usually brings with it an element of umami. And you like that taste a lot. Is this something yeah. like you find it to be um, like, because for me, it's like, I, I kind of got into it through like the health aspect of it. Right. Because I found that I really liked eating sauerkraut because it made me feel it was like both. I like the way it tastes. Right. It made me feel good. Right. And it's like if I make it my own, it's like I got my own germs in there. So it's like it's custom tailored for me. That's kind of how I like at first I like, yeah, I like the foods. They're delicious. But I also was into like the, the gut health aspect yeah. of it. You know, like the microbiome of your stomach. And I mean, like that's fascinating stuff. It's you pretty know? crazy uh, how I, detailed that is. Yeah. And how much of it is in you. And yeah. How much of a part of you is not you. But mm-hmm. it is you, you know, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's like this thing. It's like you have like, these friends who are with you all the time. They're like... Working their asses off. Yeah, it's We're like usually a fucking micro army. Poisoning them mm-hmm. and, you know, oh, I'm not feeling good. Let me just, you know, bang down some probiotics. That's like goddamn nuclear warfare on your immune mm-hmm. system, you know? What do you have when you're not feeling good? What do I... Uh, raw garlic. Raw garlic. Oh, I, I swear to God, you got a cold coming or something, you get yourself some real nice medicinal-grade garlic. What know? is medicinal-grade garlic? Is that <laughs> I, I made up that term. I okay. trademarked that shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> medicinal-grade garlic. Like, good farmer's market, you know? Right? Like the guy that... The cranky guy with the big beard, but his garlic's awesome, you know? Right. Go get some of that shit. Crush it. Let it sit for 10 minutes. So what does that do? I mean, yeah. So is it's it? like it makes this chemical compound, to the best of my knowledge, called allicin. Allicin. Yeah. She's uh, cool. Yeah, she's cool. It's good for you. And uh, so the best way I kind of, the way I understand it, it's like a two-part epoxy. So like the oh. cell walls, like it thinks it's getting eaten. Oh, shit. So like the cell walls rupture and they release these two chemicals that become a new chemical, allicin. And it's, that's the stuff like where it gets sticky, it burns yeah. your throat. Yeah, because the garlic is so, I was always. It's a deterrent from, from predators. Oh, wow. But it's also like a super strong like antioxidant or like polyphenol oh, or whatever wow. it's called. And uh, that's what you want. So you crush it, let it sit for 10 minutes, get real sticky, real mm-hmm. epoxy. And then you just crush that. Eat that. I make a paste in my mouth. I start like breathing Are you serious? air into my lungs and shit. Yeah, man. I get weird with that stuff. I got a whole theory on that. What, you know, what is it? What's your theory? On garlic? Yeah, yeah. I want to hear it. All right. I haven't shared this with many people, but I'll okay. share it with you, Johnny. Here it is on tape. Yeah, for whoever listens. I'll put some music behind this. I hope cut it. Um, what kind of music do you want behind this? Oh. Sleep? Yeah. I'm wearing a sleep t-shirt. One yeah, of the greatest bands of all time. I love okay. sleep. Uh, very cool. And uh, I almost wore my own one. You were getting Ooh. an own like them yeah, guys. also good. Um, what the hell are we talking about? You're talking about crushing up garlic and you chew oh, yeah, it on Dracula. and breathe in it. Okay, okay you're, vampires you're, you're, uh, and shit. Yeah, you're a technique. Yeah, so you crush it. This is, no, I'm telling you my theory now. My, theory, theory, yeah. My, yeah. So uh, vampires, you know, back in the day, you always think, oh, vampires are coming. You hang garlic around your neck. Right. Okay. Uh, and I think that the vampire is just a metaphor, if that's the right word, for death. Right. And, oh, death's coming. Get some garlic. Right. Keeps death away. Keeps you getting sick. Keeps you from dying. Yeah. That was a vampire coming to kill you. Suck your fucking blood out of it. That's true. I, you, know, it, you know what actually I makes like sense? That, Here's why it makes sense. <laughs> What's the other there's, thing? I, no one's ever seen a fucking vampire. That's right. why it makes sense, Johnny. But also, isn't it silver something to kill a vampire? Or is that werewolf? It, that's uh, no, I that's a werewolf. I, okay. Oh, you wouldn't wouldn't spike. But okay, right? let's say a werewolf but is kind of like that's that kills silver microbes. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So oh. maybe it is a thing here. Or almost they kill us. 
Illuminati. We're in the fucking Illuminati. We're literally in the Illuminati stronghold right now. Oh, yeah. There are and we're guys. talking about stuff. Maybe that's maybe they won us. Maybe this is like their way of letting us letting us leak this message. They knew we were going to talk about it. It's they like, put it in our brain with the bugs. <laughs> and they're like, okay. No, they don't is- own the bugs, man. Maybe they do. No, they ain't on, they ain't on the bugs. Have you ever thought about that, though? The bugs own them, Johnny. That's true. Well, maybe the bugs are the Illuminati. They could be. <laughs> you know what? You're probably right. They're using us. Now. I always think about that shit, about how the idea of, um, you know, people talk about nanobots. Yeah. Like these little tiny machines that are going in your blood and repair right. your skin. Yeah, it's like this real, right? But, I mean, we've already got them, right? Oh, if you have, a, you have a cup of yogurt, you're basically just eating the nanobots. But right. Yeah. I feel like at some point we're going to be able to like tailor those little bacteria to the point where they can... Work. I think they do that. They're shit, programmed. Right? You know what I mean? I think they're. I think. I think they're doing, doing a lot of really interesting stuff that, at NASA. That no, not NASA. Okay, maybe, but just like science in general, uh, with health and with microbes, and, and I think they're doing. So what you're saying right now is that science is doing stuff with health and microbes. Exactly. You heard it here first. <laughs> Breaking news, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, science is doing stuff with health and microbes. Just so you know. No, some advanced stuff that, right. I, that I can't talk about. I can't talk about either. I don't know. You know I don't know anything. All I, um, all I know is that um, sometimes I have to shit more than other times. And yeah, sometimes it's better than other times. Right. What, what's your? Uh, have you made yogurt on the show yet? I haven't. You I don't haven't. think I've ever made yogurt. I have you? Know. I don't know how to. I'm scared. Have you thought about that? Because that's something. I'm like a. Do you need like a yogurt maker or like it's well, like yeah. real temperatures? I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to. Are you serious? Of all the things you've done, maker. so much stuff you don't want to do yogurt. But you gotta like plug it in. It's like a little heat incubator thing, right? Wow. Right? Are you serious? You don't want to do it? I mean, I would. I just. I. I it's not on my. On my list, it's not like. A What's new. next? What are like the next few things on the list that people can look forward to? I'm seeing, working you know? on some, some sweet cherry wine. Okay. Well, I want to. I want to make like different stone fruity. Uh, right. right now, I'm doing a cherry one because I, I like cherries. But like, I'm cherry on the wine. Is the cherry the main part of the juice, or do you supplement it with apples or something? No, so I'm using all cherries. Wow. And so that's sugar. Okay, water. so you add sugar to, to yeah, boost it up. Yeah. What's and the ABV on that going to be? Uh, well, my potential ABV, I did my little hydrometer or whatever Right, your gravity called. reading? Yeah. I think I can get, this one I think is around 11%. Oof. Maybe You're using 10. champagne yeast, right? Champagne yeast. You see 1101? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, that's, that's it. Like, that's a strong yeast. Yeah, it gets there. So it'll probably, I probably won't let it go bone dry. Are you in secondary right now? No. Okay, it's you're like, in primary? Uh, yeah, I just started a couple days ago. So it's chugging right now. It, it's, it's eating. It's boop, it's boop, 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 Yeah, we boop. got the Marilocks going. That's cool. I'll show oh, you when we're done. I would love to see that. Yeah, so uh, so that's going. I'm excited. I did it before with a bunch of like plums and strawberries, uh-huh. but they were like shit fruit. They were like left over from a yeah. photo shoot. They were just not ripe, not in season. I did some loquat wine once, and that was... that oh, was oh, that come that was so, Well, uh, not the best. It kind of has like a fu- real funky... Almost like a Renaissance Fair smell, like like um, <laughs> real Barney or what? Real Barney. It's got like that. Uh, what do you call? Um, what's that smell? Not a vinegar smell, but that that smell. Horseshit. Kind of like mead. It oh. Smells like mead. Oh, okay. So it's kind of got that. I don't love that. And also, I think there's something with loquats that makes you really tired. Oh, jeez. So we called it the, the sleepwalker. That with alcohol. No bueno. Oh, dude. Because like, loquats have like a trace amount of cyanide in them. Oh, good. And I guess it makes you just enough to make you sleepy, not enough to hurt you. Yeah. But you, if you want to, you can like. Just I don't know. You can get cyanide from them if you really wanted to get Good cyanide. Good to know, Joe. There you go. Uh, yeah, so I've been fooling around with that. And that's you know, cool. So how long do you let did you let the go in the first? Do you let it go for a while? I do. If I'm doing something that's that strong, I probably would do. Well, probably once the fermentation starts to slow, which is usually like ten days, yeah. and then I'd transfer it because I want to get it off the lees. So you would strain it. 
No straining it. Just I just get it off the, the yeah, leaves on the bottom. Because once it's super settled, I just I draw it from the um, above the leaves. But I always like to kick up. My brother and I have different. He's a better. He's a cider maker, so he right. like knows his shit. Well, here's my question. I like to do a secondary. So I like. To oh, get you a have little, to do a secondary. Yeah, I like to get a little carbonation. Yeah. So if you let it sit too long, will the yeast will the will the yeast just go dormant, or well, will it start, it'll, some of it will die? But if you take it, well, there's always going to be um, stuff. There's always going to be yeast in suspension. I was, I think. But what happens is, is the yeast that dies settles in the bottom. That's called lees, right? Right. And so you want to get it off the lees once the main body of the primary fermentation is over because I guess the dead yeast can – Yeah, off flavors. And then there's enough yeast in suspension. Like when I'm transferring, I always like kick up kick up a little bit of the bottom yeast in the last – Just to get a little life in Yeah, just, get a, just make sure I'm getting the, enough in there. Even though it's probably in the liquid. It's probably in there. But still, if you're doing something such a high ABV as, like that, as you're doing – I feel like that's a good idea because then you can let it sit in secondary for like um, I'll do a month for a cider I'll do like a long time because I think it, it mellows out better. Yeah. Like my cider, this last batch out. tastes so good. That's because I let it sit in secondary for almost a month and a half, and then when I bottled it, it was in the bottles for almost a month. To, to oh wait, so by secondary up. you mean that when you just pull it off the leaves? Yeah, I, I pull off the leaves and transfer it to another carboy. Okay, and let it sit there with an airlock again. But you consider that secondary. That is secondary. Okay. okay. Yeah. For me, I wasn't, I'm, I wasn't doing Oh, that. you should try that. I was just pulling and then bottling. Because if you do that, because... And you're still getting a little bready. Yeah, but you'll have the bread in there because if you pull it... If you pull it... Um, Not bread, bread. Like oh. it was a little like, yeasty Okay, bready. I thought you meant bready like bread and mice yeast no. kind of thing. Uh, that would have been nice. Yeah. I think that's the thing where if you bottle it too soon... But I also... I ferment it out completely. Mm-hmm. And then I add a little bit of uh, what's it, dextrose to yeah. just to little in the bottles, sugar. yes. So to make it carbonated, right? Because I like it carbonated. But you never introduce new yeast, no, because then you'd go back to all flavors. I don't think you have to. You don't have to. You could put new yeast in there if, if you get like, if you have like a, what's called a, a stuck fermentation, right? Okay. Then you can add more yeast because. Um, I could. I like. It. I wasn't pulling. I got to pull it off the lees. Yeah. Everyone knows that. Well, how long Why? has it been on the lees? It, well, I just started this two days, three days. Oh, so you've got like it's a, like fresh. It's another, still going. Probably another. Ten Week. days, easy, yeah. And then you transfer to another carboy, and then let it go for a month. You say? I mean, you can let it go that long. I think it's one of those things I'll do where two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. If it's still glu- it. if it's glugging it. though, it just depends how sweet you want it. Because I like shit really dry. Me too. So I want it to ferment out completely. Right, and just have those esterine. Yeah, notes. and then if any, and then I'll add the the dextrose to give it a little bit of um. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes I would hit it. Say I'm doing cherries. I would hit yeah. it like a little, like a, like a teaspoon or a tablespoon of uh, of tart cherry juice. Yeah, or honey. Yeah, I like honey. Honey's nice because it's. I don't I think some about the the honey makes it. Um, how much you usually put in? Not much. Well, it depends. depends. I put in two pounds once in cider. No, I mean for your for your little primer. Oh, for the primer, I can't think. I think it's maybe. Um, it's not a lot. I don't like stuff super carby, so yeah. if it's typically one cup of dextrose for five gallon batch. Okay. And I did uh, this time. I did probably less than half a cup. Okay. Because I just want, and it's it's perfectly fizzy. It's not overly fizzy. I think nice. it's really good. This is probably the best batch I've made, but I didn't use champagne yeast this time. I mm-hmm. used the white wine yeast. Oh, nice. But the champagne yeast is kind of funky, so. Yeah. 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 yeah a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Oh, that's awesome. So yeah, that I got that one going, and uh, I'm excited. I like. I just like making stuff. Like yeah, that. you know, especially making something booze like that. And it comes out, it's good. Oh it's yeah, like, uh, you can get you know you get a good jag on from something you made. Totally. Don't want that, you know. I had a friend of mine come over, and he's a big drinker. Mm. He came over a couple years ago, and he was already been drinking, 
and we just had just had finished the cider. It was all ready to drink, and he's like, "Let me try it." And I had in these five hundred milliliter bottles. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Oh, this is so good. Um, it's like it's like thirst quenching, you know, because it's cider. Right. It's so dry." He's like, "Oh, this is so good. I could just chug it. It tastes so good. I want to just like I'm so thirsty." You just chug the bottle. Like Mark, that's almost nine percent alcohol. Oh wow! He chugged it. Couldn't taste it though, huh? He nice. couldn't taste Look it. At you. And then he fell asleep on the concrete floor. <laughs> so, <laughs> that was like a great compliment. Yeah, you did it totally. Man, I would love to see you make yogurt, though, man. I would be, I'd be so into that. All right, so I'm, all like right. a, I'm like a real yogurt boy, like every day, sheep's milk yogurt. Yeah, huh? I, yeah. I love yogurt. I don't eat it like every day. Okay. But I do, I really do like good yogurt. If you guys decide to go up to that, there's some sheep's milk farm in upstate. I think it's called like Black. Yeah, it's got the sheep yeah, on the green sheep. and the black. Yeah. yeah. I forget what they're called. Yeah. yeah, they're good. That'd be cool. Yeah. I'd be into that. Yeah, it'd be fine. So hopefully, I mean, we'll, oh God, we're going to you know, keep doing It's Alive. And I think we're going to, hopefully, we're going to try to do another show where we can just get out into, like, you know, on like a network. Say, I'm yeah. Just, like, you know, say like Netflix or Nat Geo or Amazon or whatever. I'm just, oh, what, definitely. I'm just, and like do a show where it's like me going to farms and just mm-hmm. seeing like, you know, keeping my, you know, bringing Vinny with me. Totally. Keeping my edgy, keeping that kind of like fun approachable you got style it. to and but it's doing great. like but showing like you know doing more of the travel stories and then yeah. still keep it alive and that just being the in-house kitchen ferment fermentation for sure so what about i have to ask you about music now because i said when you were coming up like in the kitchen stuff people always are always listening to music in kitchens and stuff right yeah what was like the stuff that like, got you through like did you listen to like what were you listening to? I guess is what I mean. When, like, I remember, when you so cook, like, yeah, what like, you like to listen to when you cook. When you were like after like you know service was over and you were like cleaning up and breaking down. <laughs> the one there's two albums that stick in my mind is uh, the Talking Heads. What was it? Seventy seven. Okay, album, yeah. That one, and then there was just like this heavy uh, band called Bane. Right. That's uh, like a I metal. I forget band. what album it was, but I used to, I used to play that one. It just get me all fired up to clean and shit. Um, what about now if you're like cooking alone or something or if you're just like hanging yeah, out in the it kitchen? it really depends on the mood, man. I've been, I've been on a real Amon Dunes kick. Amon Dunes? I think I'm saying his name right. The, the, Amon Dool? Is that it? No, Dunes. A, a, maybe it's a, a, Amen. Amen a, Dunes. But Amen Dunes. A-M-E-N uh-huh. Dunes. And, uh, it's like metal? Oh, man, it's, oh, no. No, not at all. Okay. But it's, uh, but it's just great music. And I've been really digging that. Uh that new sleep album that was a pretty awesome one. Right. Um, what the hell? I don't know. I go through kicks and stuff. Uh, you know, I go. I get in. I listen to a lot of like Simondi. That was like that. What like, is that? Oh, Simon. Okay, Simon. I always say I'm wrong. Um, so I, maybe like, I say it wrong. I think I'm saying it wrong. No, Simondi sounds Simondi sounds cooler okay. than Simon. Okay. Yeah, it's like the R and B stuff from the seventies, right? It's like a yeah, kind of like, funk R and B. Yeah, almost like a little reggae ish. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I love that band. They're great. Yeah, they're cool. So yeah, that's cool. What about you? Um, lately, I've been listening to. I mean, I'm always listening to reggae all the time, like like '80s reggae and oh, stuff. Like, stuff. Um, well, like Rub a Dub, Dillinger. Listen a lot of Dillinger. Otherwise, I mean, I'm trying to listen a lot more jazz. Like, if I'm in the kitchen, which is not very much, yeah. but like, I like to listen to jazz and drive my girlfriend crazy in the kitchen because <laughs> she like kind of doesn't hate jazz, just doesn't Gets love it. Sometimes, yeah. I think it's yeah. I think it has a that effect, which is kind of nice because sometimes it's like I I'm in there, the I want to be alone because I right. need to like swing around and do right. stuff. So, yeah. blasting the jazz, or I always like for me, our like, good R and B from New Orleans is like 
cool. Any of that fifties R and B or sixties R and B from New Orleans, like anything produced by Alan Toussaint, I like feel like that's like the best Whoa. um cooking music because it's something because it makes me think about like New Orleans and it's got and, that little kind of Cajun y yeah, little totally. twang to it. Or yeah, yeah. It's, it's not so much Cajun, but more like I don't know. I'll send you something. Yeah, please. For sure. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Was there anything you want to uh, sh- tell people uh, to find how where to find you? You're on Instagram, right? Yeah, it's Brad underscore okay. Leone. L-E-O-N-E. Okay. And your show is It's Alive. It's on YouTube. Yeah, it's the Bon Appetit channel yeah, magazine, and it's on their YouTube channel. And we have our own little category. It's Alive. And, right on. Uh, yeah, check it out, man. It's a lot of fun, and uh, you know, just get out there, ferment some stuff, cook stuff, uh, have fun, and uh, be nice. Let it rot. Yeah, and let it yeah, let it rock. Controlled rot, baby. Cool, man. Yeah. All right, Johnny. Okay, ready? Yeah. Should we stop it? Right, uh, time of death. Okay. 10 9 3 2 <laughs> cool. Bye-bye.